So it's been almost two weeks since the news dropped that uh, Wonder Woman 84 will be dropping on HBO Max. Um, strangely enough, also in theaters. In December. De- late December. December. In late- Isn't it Christmas Day? <laughs> it's Christmas Day, yeah. Jesus Christ. Literally. Uh, <laughs> but... Like we just we just want to take this news to talk about the current theater industry. Um, that I know nothing about. I mean, I know enough about. I guess I have a weird perspective on it because because of film streams and what they've been doing, I've been like kind of keeping up with it. I don't know. Um. Well, what about films? Um... Can I talk about that now? Yeah, go talk about that, yeah, sure. Uh, my local theater from Omaha, Nebraska, they... Ain't local anymore. You live in Chicago now. Okay, my... (laughs) (laughs) My home theater, (laughs) I guess. Um, my theater from back home, they started an online streaming service, kind of like... It's like a small-scale version of Alamo Drafthouse's new streaming service. Um, I don't know if you knew about that. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't know about that. Yeah, they did it too, but Film Streams has their own little thing. I, I guess they're just, like, my guess is they've had, like, this whole year planned out for what they're going to show in theaters. Um... Because, like, why would they not do that? Um, mm-hmm. And they've just kept all of those as being available for people, which is really cool. So, like, if the movie still comes out, you could still see it. But you can't see it in person. You have to see it online. But it all goes to film streams, which is great. Um, that is that is good that film streams is getting, getting that money. But um, I think... In, in a post-COVID world, places like film streams aren't going to be, like... When people talk about how, like, the whole movie theater industry is in jeopardy, they're kind of excluding stuff like film streams because that stuff will always have a market with, like, cinephiles and whatnot. It's mainly... Yeah, because I, I guess the reason why it's alive already is because mm-hmm. of... Alexander Payne. No. He's the sole contributor to no. that. No! <laughs> Actually, his sister, uh, Peggy, there's, like, the big theater where we saw the Irishman, it's called, like, the Peggy yeah. Payne Theater. But, no, they didn't, they didn't have anything to do with, well, I guess they probably did have something to do with starting it, but, like, they didn't start it. But, 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 yeah, let's, let's talk more about how fucking, like, people... Uh, how like AMC and Marcus, specifically Greg Marcus. How I miss that man. <laughs> I miss Greg Marcus so much. What about his dad and his dad's dad? Oh my god, I miss those <laughs> guys too. I miss. Uh, <laughs> I miss fucking just sitting down with you, getting ready to slurp up our blue Slurpee. <laughs> I mean, icy. I don't know why the fuck I said Slurpee, but and then and then just what is seeing this? Those... The East Coast. <laughs> and then, and then just looking up at that huge screen and seeing those three old fuckers look down on oh us. <laughs> just our overlords. Our overlords look down on us and tell us how much of a good time we're gonna have and how we should <laughs> definitely check them out for personal rentals. They're literally um, like, like when you're a kid and your dad is like, "No, I promise this movie is gonna be fun." As he's, like, putting, like, like when my dad first made me watch, like, Indiana Jones or Star Wars, he was like, no, I promise, this is going to be really good. And he's like, here, I made you popcorn, too. Like, this is your, <laughs> this is your in. I'm not going to miss Greg's wife, though. She's, she's way too mean to him for no fucking reason. You remember those ads where she, where she would be like, uh, where Greg fucking would be like, oh, my wedding suit still fits. Who would have thought? And then she makes some sly fucker remark like it's her fucking place to talk shit about his body oh my god and she's <laughs> she like mm, yeah sure what a thought or some shit like that she's like very demeaning <laughs> towards him i hate her 
I hate every time she fucking shows up on screen. All right, all she does is just shit talk her fucking husband that like that she married into so she can get rich. Um, that's a bit, by the way. She's I'm pretty sure she's a really nice woman and she doesn't write the scripts. Okay, um, I don't want her lawyers coming after me. I know how much uh, the Marcus family likes to listen to this podcast. Oh my god! Um, but um, what the fuck was I saying? We're talking about AMC and and Greg Marcus and Regal Cinema and Cinemark and any other fucking big theater chain. How, how, um, I guess Alamo. Um, yeah, Alamo too. God, Alamo's so good. Uh, I'm so sad we we waste. I wasted my first and only experience at Alamo for a long while. Yeah, I was gonna fucking, say not your only. <laughs> on fucking. Queen and Slim. Fuck that movie. That movie sucks. It's fine. Also, it's bad. we'll definitely uh, go back because there are two in Omaha. Just wanna, just wanna put that out there. <laughs> there are two <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> it's crazy how you guys have two and there's none in this fucking state. There's one. There is, is one. There? It's Where a, is it? it's a long ways away though. Oh, okay. Either it's in the suburbs, like, east. Nope, not east. I mean west. You think there would be one in Chicago. I said east as in there's one in the middle of the lake. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pick up on that. (laughs) It's either west or it might just be, like, way north of here. I don't know. In that case, it would be appropriate name, the Alamo Draft House, because it's drafting away. That joke sucks. Anyways... (laughs) The movie theater uh, chains are not in a good place right now. No. And woe is we, uh, the proletariat, uh, worrying about uh, big companies and whatnot. The proletariat cast. The proletariat cast. Um, woe is us worrying about big uh, corporations with with uh, with um, all that exploit their workers. Uh, but it, but <laughs> it does matter. It does matter. It does matter. In in the scheme, when in the grand scheme of things, and looking through the the VRs, that is a good mainstream thing to have theaters. Good mainstream thing. It is really, it is really good that we have theaters. There's a lot of issues with them, which we can rant on about later in this episode because that sounds like it'd be fun. Mm. But but anyways, it's very worrisome that um. That's. I mean, I, I felt like streaming services were already putting movie theaters in in, in danger mm-hmm. uh, pre-COVID, um, but just they're just not surviving. They're they're like they're they're being so desperate to do anything, like selling tickets for like what five cents. Uh, I think that's what like um, AMC did. They, they started selling what? tickets for five cents. Yeah, they started selling tickets for, like, five cents for, like, old movies or something like that. Oh, for, like, something that would have actually been five cents when it came out? Or something like that? (laughs) No! No, it was, no, it was, like, it was, like, for, like, Empire Strikes Back, because that was one of the movies there. Alright. Um. Man, I wish when we would have gone to see Kill Bill... It was five cents. That would have been great. I think Um, we probably spent, like like a good 20 bucks or so no those were Uh, discounted those were already discounted they were like six or seven dollars yeah i i believe those were seven dollar tickets that we did kill bell uh that was a good day day. oh that was a good day we went to go see kill bell in theaters we're getting sidetracked a bit too much from from the main issue but but any no, it's fine it's fun i like talking about movie theaters because i miss them you know Mm -hmm. we've been over six months but stepping foot in one well the thing the thing about streaming services is that they like movie theaters knew that streaming services were doing better than them already but there's no way they could have prepared for this there really isn't um no matter how many people they fire just like just like a bunch of other um like companies and other industries there really is like no way they could have prepared for this yeah um and just seeing like 
all the the hits that industry is taking is just really it's, just, uh, it's like watching a, a fucking I haven't seen the movie but but I've seen that clip of um Tar- uh, Tarkovsky's of uh, the sacrifice where, where the big giant house is burning down it feels like that <laughs> um but fucking it all started when what during March when Universal Studios was like um Hey guys, we're gonna be selling our movies that are currently in the theater also online because of the pandemic. And then I want was it AMC that said, "Fuck you, we're not gonna show your movies anymore, you fuckers." I don't know. Uh, I didn't follow this. And then Trolls World Tour, which was supposed <laughs> to be the first movie. That's ironic. World Tour. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, that's but, really bad. The Trolls World Tour was supposed to come out in theaters on Easter, mm. and it became the first film in, in in history to just go straight to VOD during the COVID era. I was I was um, like in history. No, not during in history. the COVID era. <laughs> yeah, to go to the COVID era, era, and it made more money. And for on VOD sales than it did in, um, than the first Trolls did in theaters, I believe. Oh my god! Wait, VOD. Video on demand. Oh, gotcha. Um, um. So, I guess that makes sense. I I guess it does make sense because I, I mean at first people were like really embracing the stay-at-home lifestyle and they were like oh Ooh. i'm gonna i'm gonna get out all my my food delivered and i'm gonna i don't know do my self-care more because i have the time and i'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how to movies. make banana bread i'm gonna make banana bread i'm gonna like actually talk to the people i live with i'm gonna <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but, um... but then people stop working mm-hmm. and then, and then they don't have recession. money to spend and a big recession, and and now um, the things the things that you cut out when you stop making enough money are, like take out food, and yeah. like renting movies. That's like you really do. Those are just the excess things. Um, yeah, and and honestly, Warner Brothers could have made uh, Wonder Woman eighty four like on iTunes, like you rent it for. Um, I, I believe Universal was doing their rentals for twenty dollars, and everyone on Twitter was like, "Head ass, fucking! You must have me fucked up to think I'm gonna rent fucking Emma for twenty dollars." And then Disney was like, That's <laughs> <laughs> "Um, but but then I think the next big development, and and uh, on like jeopardizing movie theaters was um, was the release of Tenet, because." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't stop like go, doing these interviews where he was like, don't worry, I'm going to drop Tenet this year. I'm going to do it. I, I have to make a new a second wave of people uh, enjoy movie theater, uh, theater experiences. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I understand the sentiment. Going to the movie theater is like, it, it exposes you to like, She's just having a better experience watching a movie and whatnot. Yeah. But it's not worth risking your fucking life over. No. Um, and it's also not worth risking hundreds of people's lives just because you want to make, um, like, just because you want to be the biggest release of the year. Yeah. It really does show a lot more about him. It shows a lot about him and a lot about the people who actually went to see it. Because... It, it really does. It... First of all, it is very selfish to put out a movie, even though I know the movie theater... Like, I, I'm sad that the movie th- theater industry is not doing well, but no matter who is trying to put out a movie, even if Wes Anderson would have put out his movie, I would have been upset. Like Yeah, I'm, ab- I'm upset at Netflix and David Fincher right now because they're doing the limited re- releases of Mank in theaters right now um not not cool buddy um Mm. again i i get that there are two sides to it and i don't know it is part of 
like press just doing the release in theaters and getting mm-hmm. the word out and having posters up like that is just advertisement yeah you're right but about that. but 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 <laughs> with uh with that was a whole different story because he was so fucking confident that he was gonna make the budget back for tenant and hold on a minute uh as i look up the final recordings of it mm-hmm. i never wish for for a film to fail i really never do um even if like i don't like it or i don't like the filmmaker attached to it i never like wish for for somebody's failure you know because like i don't i don't want to be a, a hating ass motherfucker you know and also that could be you one day that could be me one day right Someone who's 19 and in film school will see you one day and be like, God, I hate that guy. Uh-huh. For no um, reason. Yeah, for no <laughs> fucking reason. And, and, and especially when it comes to art, because art's subjective, because I understand. Mm. I'm not the biggest fan of... Um, but I understand that lots of people fucking love his films and whatever, and good for them. You know, I wish I was them. Look, I love Lady Bird, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I like little women. Uh-huh. I like... Say um, another one of her movies, I dare you. <laughs> another one of her movies? She doesn't have another one. Okay, uh, never mind. <laughs> I like Jean Delman. I like Raw. I like uh, Point Break. Are you just... Are you just proving to me that you like girl bosses, or... <laughs> <laughs> or are you? I'm just I'm just doing a bit where where I'm like, oh. it's it's like the film equivalent of like when you tell someone that they're not a racist and then they're like, I have I have black friends. That, that, that's what I was doing. Anyways, I have the but... little women to back me up. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a film I'm not, I'm not a film bro. I I watch Kevin Bigelow movies. Uh, if I could, I would have watched Hurt Locker in the theater. Um, sure, that's what they all say. <laughs> um, but and anyway, so yeah, I I don't I really don't like. So that's a that's an episode for for a whole different other day. Um, but, Seems like it's every episode. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only no. We only talked shit about him like in, the, in like episode two and three, I believe. All right, all right. Uh, but, but anyways, uh, back to what I was saying, yeah, I never really hope for anyone to fail, but mm. being this selfish and constantly egging fucking <laughs> Warner Brothers, bless you, um, and constantly egging Warner Brothers to release your film amidst a, a pandemic, uh, I was really fucking hoping that... Tenet would just not do well because of the dev and every other studio would follow suit. Mm-hmm. And, that, not, and that really was Nolan's intent. He was like, I'm gonna make sure fucking Black Widow and Fast and the Furious 72 come out this year. But anyway, t- uh, but I'm very glad that Tenet, with a budget of... Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Where's the fucking number? All this time the, and you still haven't found it. Where's the budget? <laughs> Was a budget, Lebowski. Uh, okay, with a budget of two hundred million to produce before marketing, and you and okay for for those of you who don't know, to fairly um, estimate whether or not a movie made its money back, you take its budget and then you multiply it by two to account for marketing. Just just as a rough estimate for marketing, because a lot of movie studios don't ever release their final numbers for. How much they spent on marketing, and I think Tenet is a fair case where we really can multiply by two because the marketing is fucking everywhere. Mm. <laughs> big um, movies are back in Chicago. Big movies are back in Chicago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Tenet costs two hundred million to produce, and multiply that by two, four hundred million, and <laughs> domestically, do you want to guess? I think it was like something like a hundred. 50 million? No. no. Domestically, 53.8 million. Oh my god. That's a fucking hit. Internationally, of course, doing better like old big Hollywood movies do. 
um, 293.3 million oh and bring bringing up its total to three uh 347.1 million which like technically it's breaking even if if the marketing budget wasn't t- uh didn't bring it up to 40 million but but even if it did broke a million he still failed at his goal of bringing in swarms of people mm-hmm. to the movie theater in the u.s especially it's not a good goal it's not a good goal. It's not I'm, a good goal right now. It really isn't. And I'm very grateful that he failed. Not because I hate his movies, but because if Disney dropped the Black Widow, there'd be a huge fucking spike in COVID numbers. And there's going to be anyway. There's going to be anyways. With Wonder but Woman, there's... I don't know. Either no. they'll okay, cancel, well, which I hope to God they cancel. I hope to God they cancel it too. But... <sighs> Well, we'll get to Wonder Woman when we get to Wonder Woman. But yeah, due, due to the failure of, of Tenet, movie studios were like, all right, fuck it, we'll push it back to 2021. 20, um, and then and, and then it just like, it did more harm than good because now movie theaters are like, well, fuck, we're not getting any other movies this year, regardless. And Tenet was just like a, was basically a very small charity auction for us. Well, yeah, because if, if, a Christopher Nolan movie doesn't do well, then that kind of shows the limit. It really does show it. That's and then, like the, yeah. And you think Mulan would be another footnote in this, but like, I don't think I know anyone who paid those $30 for Mulan. And if you do know anyone who did, they probably wouldn't admit it. That's <laughs> true. Um... <laughs> And then, and then Disney learned a lesson because they're making that uh, Pixar movie Soul free. Um, free. Which is all... On Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I fucking mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's also dropping on um, Christmas. Oh, uh, really? It is. So, uh, Wonder Woman's HBO Max? Yes. Okay. This is not it's sponsored? A- <laughs> I'll do. I will. I will say I do like HBO Max a whole lot. I've been um I've been watching The Sopranos recently. And that show is really fucking good. Just finished season one. Can't fucking wait for season two. I'm gonna watch it probably before I go to bed tonight. <laughs> but, but anyways, and and then so yeah, so movie theaters have just been eating ass this whole year, and then. Well, and then fucking Warner Brothers is like, alright, we did a lot of harm with them by fucking them over with Tenet. How about we fuck them over again with, by dropping Warner, uh, Warner Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> by dropping Wonder Woman in theaters Christmas, but also dropping it on HBO Max for no additional charge the same day. I don't, I don't understand that decision making whatsoever. Okay. On one hand, I'm very happy because that gives people who have a good conscience, (laughs) who didn't go to see Tenet, people Mm -hmm. who have self-control, they will actually watch it at home. But that one guy, oh no, that was Marvel, never mind. What are you talking about? I was just going to say that one guy who saw uh, Captain Marvel 119 (laughs) times. I love that photo. He's, that shit's so funny. He's not. Brie Larson is just is just standing there like, wow, <laughs> the funniest shit. He's not gonna go see Wonder Woman no matter what. Uh, no. He probably hates that shit. Do you think? Do you think like he just like has like on his Disney Plus subscription, he just keep like he just hits start over again every time that movie ends. Oh, like, we've just... talked about this. Do you think it's like always playing in the background of his house? <laughs> like, like you know how, like, I've heard of some people, like, a lot of people who live in dorms, they say that they do this with their roommates. They just, like, push play on a show, like The Simpsons mm-hmm. or something. They just yeah. have it playing in the background. I think my sister does this, too, at her house. Um, and, like, people pick up bits and pieces of it. Like, do you think he does that, but with Captain Marvel? <laughs> I think, <laughs> Just plays I think... it over and over <laughs> I think I think he modified his house to have um, every wall to have a screen, you know, like in Fahrenheit four fifty one, or his whole his whole house is just like 
inch by inch covered but like different screen and i think he just has captain marvel playing on a constant loop and i don't think i think he pays attention to it at all times i think he has like 10 roombas always going around his house so it's not completely um messy we're I, we should not be talking shit about that guy he's like an actual human being no 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 <laughs> jay i was just gonna say that i think you know so much about him i think it might actually just be you <laughs> like i think that guy was you like hey, give me some credit i would do it with like a good movie well i'm thinking back to seeing that photo and i think it did look like you <laughs> no, it didn't just because we're both tall chubby men doesn't mean we're this the same way. this big white guy yeah that looks like jay <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh fuck what the fuck are you talking about we talk about i don't know anyways there's only been one right uh no there's been five Shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's actually been 83. That's why this one's 84. <laughs> Wait, nothing important happened in Justice League, right? No uh, one cares about that, right? No one cares about that. Yeah, definitely no one cares about Justice League or any future installments in that series. No, no one cares. And it was back to what I originally was saying. I do not understand the decision dropping it on HBO Max and in theaters because you would think that the option to drop it on HBO Max would be like, oh, time to subscribe to HBO Max because they have my Wonder Woman movie I've been looking forward to. And that like they would get more money because more subscribers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but if they dropped it solely in theaters, I feel like it would make more money in theaters than it would dropping it alongside with dropping them dropping the it time. on HBO Max. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna make like absolutely no money. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because I think it's more cost efficient for them to not put it out in theaters because they have to. Mm-hmm. Most of the money for the ticket is not going to go to the theater, so it's not gonna mm-hmm. help the theaters a whole lot. Especially if people opt to watch it at home on HBO Max, then HBO Max does better, but... So, side note, did you hear that Disney, that Disney tickets, like, like, I think it's like 90 to 95% of it, of it goes to fucking straight to Disney? Movie theater tickets? Yeah. What? Like percent or like percentage i think like 90 or to 95 of the the, profits go straight to disney what's the normal rate do you know um i saw a i saw like a video about this i fucking forgot but But i I know for that yeah that's very absurd so if you get a seven dollar movie ticket that's just like how much they were at my local marcus in like middle school so Mm -hmm. i don't know how much they are now well, now not now, but like a pre-COVID, year ago. <laughs> pre-COVID, um, is uh, seven still we reasonable? Seven was like a special deal for like us going to see Kill Bill. <laughs> How much was it? Like twelve. It's tw- it was. It was like twelve dollars. Yeah. So, man, that's only a dollar twenty going to the movie theater if you went to Jesus see. Jesus Christ! And they have. Oh my god. That is scary. That is scary. Because. Oh my god. Then, yeah, that makes. I don't remember where this argument came from or like when we talked about this, but Mm -hmm. like that makes sense as to why Disney movie theaters could be a thing. I don't think so because. Uh, every everyone has always been saying this. It was like, oh, maybe Disney will buy out a movie theater chain or just start their own movie theater chain. Mm-hmm. That would not. That would. Is that, that illegal? Be, that would be illegal. That would be, I believe, a hor- horizontal monopoly. Uh, um, where you like start taking over every industry. Where where you, <laughs> <laughs> this this was like outlawed. you look at a skyline and you're like, <laughs> everything the light touches. Belongs no, no, to no, no, someone no. else. No, 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 no. No, it's vertical. It's a vertical monopoly because because you you own all forms of production from like down to bottom. So like the studio, you own the studio. You make the movies. 
you distribute them, and then you also show them, and you and you get all the profits. If you own it all the way down to the minimum wage worker, then you've got a vertical monopoly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh um, That's so sad, but also like I don't even think it's called a vertical. I think it's called a vertical like integrated monopoly. I think that's like the official term. But anyways, yeah, I don't. So yeah, legally Disney is not allowed to have a movie th- theater. Um, Unless, unless they just give up their studios or any other, like, th- thing, a part of the movie-making process, which they won't. Mm. Um, no, because that's where the money's at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, th- there's also a precedent for this, because this was decided in, like, the golden age of Hollywood, because that's because Warner Brothers and Paramount and mm. those those companies they all had theaters and then the government interfered with like this is a monopoly mm. this is not good um so so yeah um explaining that makes it make a lot more sense as to why 90 percent goes to them because they have to make the money back in order to make it's, more it's movies, also but... it's also it's also the fact that they can do it because like no movie theater is gonna say like no, oh, you can't you, have Toy Story no, you can't. 7 here. Yeah. Do you want, do you the, want a billion a people? Yeah. That yeah. is a moneymaker. That and, that and, like, they get most of their money through concessions. Um, which is which is why movie theater concessions are so big. I'm never going to complain about $8 popcorn ever again. <laughs> if I ever live to see the day where I get to eat $8 popcorn again. Yeah, honestly. Um... What the fuck are we talking about? We're we talking about Wonder Woman. It's just gonna fuck the movie theater industry more. Um, here's the thing: I don't think it's gonna completely die out because it has been proven that people are still willing to literally risk their own life to watch a movie, mm-hmm. especially the Tenet. But like, it's just not looking really good. I'm skeptically optimistic. I think once the vaccine comes out. Um, there's going to be a low boost in that business, mm-hmm. and and I even think by by next year, I think despite the fact that we still have to wear a mask even in a post-vaccine world, the movie theater business would would get a nice little like reboot. Yeah, I mean, because I think I think people, as long as they feel that they're safe, won't care about wearing a mask for like almost two hours. I wouldn't. I honestly would not. Care. Look, look. If I have to mask, wear a mask for the entirety of the French Dispatch, I will do it as long yeah. as I have a vaccine. I won't get any snacks. I don't care. Even if we go to Alamo by some miracle, we go to an Alamo and they have like Wes Anderson crepes. <laughs> because when I, dude, when I when I went to see Star Wars uh, episode. Seven. Seven. I got Wookiee crepes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What, what the fuck is that? Is it, is it just a crepe filled with, like, fur? No. It was, like... What, I think it was, what's like... What's a Wookiee crepe? It was, like, berries. I don't remember the pun. Was it just Wookiee berry? <laughs> That's dumb. Wookiee berry crepe? That's... Uh, what's a Star Wars pun you can do with berries? Berry solo. I don't fucking know. Chewy crepe. Ah, that's good. <laughs> that's actually good. Chewy crepe. Um, I think we've said all oh, we we can't say about the theater industry. How about mm. let's 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 not wrap up the episode. Let's just let's just talk about our our experiences at the movie theater because we've brought up some mm. already, and some of them are fun. Just in like general. The ki- well, yeah, just in general, some of my favorite experiences at going to the movie theater. How about let's talk about the day we went to go see Kill Bill, because that's a funny story. Is it funny? Wait, what it is It is funny. Is that when we saw 1917? We, yeah, but okay. we, but I remember the the morning during that day, uh, mm-hmm. we were like, let's watch Greener Grass, um, because we saw the short, and we, we loved it. Mm-hmm. We saw Greener Grass, which I highly recommend Oh yeah, I highly that movie is fucking hysterical. One hundred percent. It's like, I... if you like, if you like weird shit posting humor, 
that I highly recommend it. It's if like you were on Tumblr circa 2015, <laughs> <laughs> you may be. Uh... If you like, if you like David Lynch films and you're not pretentious about it, then I highly recommend it because that movie's basically a huge David Lynch parody. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is sort of. Yeah, it's like weirdly like that weird like Yorgos Lanthimos universe of just like oddness but it's so it's just quirky it's quirky as fuck it's not normal in any sense of the word it is quirky it's so fucking funny watch watch the little it's on it's on hulu but but if you you want some yeah i believe so but you could also watch the short and if you like the short then yeah watch the movie of course because it's just that same humor times (laughs) an hour um and we saw that we had a grand old time and then we're like oh let's watch 1970 because it's nominated for best picture and that was and i really wanted to watch everything nominated for best picture i didn't ford versus ferrari was the only thing i didn't get to watch um and i honestly don't care to still kind of want to i'd watch it with you but but anyways yeah we went to go see 1970 we were Uh, pretty pumped about it not gonna lie we were we were pretty pumped i went in skeptical because i was like I don't know how I feel about this one-shot gimmick. I kind of hate the cinematic fetishism culture surrounding it. I don't remember exactly how I felt, but I remember being pretty open-minded. Like, I was... I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't expecting a total failure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is a, a hot take from us. We fucking hate it. It's, it's fucking boring. Um, it's, it's really sad how bland it is it's and very bland apparently it's just a big giant uh battlefield call of duty cutscene that we were watching here's the thing when it started i was very intrigued that that first tracking shot is really cool where they're in the trench and it's just following the two main characters do you remember this <laughs> Uh, every time... All I can think about is, is the fucking... The tracking shots and trenches from um, Kubrick's... Um, what's the fucking... Uh, Paths of Glory. That movie's fucking awesome. That movie was great tracking shots and trenches. That's all I can think about mm. when you're talking. Then that probably, that's probably where it came from then. Yeah. Okay, but okay. yeah, we're, we're watching the movie and I'm like... Fuck. This is boring. Um, there's, there's nothing to this. Mm-hmm. And me and Cam were doing a little game where we, we would, like, tap each other every time we saw a cut. And it was less and less fun as the night went on. And it really was. Because, like, um, they would pass by a, a pile of bricks in the middle of nowhere, and we would be like, okay, well, there's a cut. Uh-huh. And there would be a very huge, giant panning shot, and I'm like, okay, that's another cut. You don't physically see the cut. Like, it's not a jump cut, but you know that there's a cut you're aware of the cut but you don't see it but this is a very special occurrence because um because it was the first time i fell asleep in the uh, in the movie theater <laughs> i remember there was just a scene it, that was it's the always first time ever? no it wasn't because oh. i fell asleep during um pan, not, uh, during labyrinth oh uh, yeah, yeah but to be fair that was a midnight screening yeah yeah uh I was perfectly wide awake mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> before uh, before this movie. We were sitting down, and um, <laughs> me and Cameron were joking about some scenes from Greener Grass. There's a scene. There's a scene where there's a sign that says "Bonjour, baby," uh, and we were, we were just like saying that to each other because it was funny. And there was a scene where the fucking uh, main guy is like running. And I'm like, this shit again. And I, 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 <laughs> the I do- whole movie. <laughs> the whole fucking movie. And then I just, I dozed off. And then there's a baby in the movie. Um, yeah, it, it was the part where it's just super dark. I don't remember the context. It's nighttime all of a sudden. The guy's alone. He comes across this woman with a child. And there's this baby. And I was like, I'm getting... I don't care about these characters because I know that, like, this is going to end and we're not going to get to see them. We're not going to see this kid grow up. Like, this is... 
this is not the type of movie that I have to care about these people. So I just I just look at Jay and I'm like, bonjour, baby. And then I realize he's probably <laughs> been asleep for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> and, that, and then that startled me away. He was like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? What? And then, and, then, and then you were laughing your ass off like very quietly. Trying to be respectful of the people around us. <laughs> Uh, because I was asleep, and then you would just constantly check on me th- th- for the rest of the film, and then every time you looked at me, you would laugh because you just see me not have a good time. Well, uh, you were you were awake, but you were not present, <laughs> so you were like <laughs> your eyes were like almost shut, and you just looked so annoyed. I cannot even. I can't explain how funny it was but you just looked so pissed off like <laughs> you looked like not only was 1917 getting on your nerves but whatever you had just been dreaming about was like really irking <laughs> you and you're just like god i just want to leave um i don't do you, you want to leave <laughs> i did I, re- I i wanted to leave i really wanted to leave that theater i, <laughs> I really did i made the mistake by drinking a nitro cold brew before uh-huh. that one you know what whose fault was that i'm joking i'm joking i just uh. want to say the one time i got a nitro cold brew before this any movie was 1917 because jay was like you're gonna fall asleep and i was like yeah you're right <laughs> and so i drank all of it and then he fell asleep. <laughs> for yeah, good and then and then we went inside inside the mall, and then oh, I remember we walked out of the movie theater, and I was like, "Can we talk about greener grass?" Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we just talked about greener grass and how good it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I remember we sat at the food court. I was eating Chinese food, mm-hmm. and you opened the the app for some reason. I guess, uh, yeah, I, I guess the, the the showings were just, like, on my safari or whatever. But... And then you and then you just saw that Kill Bill Volume 1 was showing mm-hmm. for a nice special little Tarantino event. I was like, please! Um, yeah, and I and was like, some... oh, I'm so, so tired. I don't want to. And I was like, yeah, I'll do this for you. I Listen... I like the movie. I just was very tired. <laughs> Three movies in one day is quite a lot. <laughs> it's really I love doing that. I miss, I miss being able to do that. Um, but fucking, and then just that. That's a good day because it was just my two polar opposites uh, watching a movie. Because I was having a fucking blast watching Kill Bill. Um, yeah. I had so many chills um, doing so many scenes. I fucking was just quoting it. It was like seeing it for the first time besides really, really you knowing it every line. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, uh, I don't mind. It was just like... That movie's perfect. It is. That movie's so fucking perfect. It's the best action movie ever. I love it. Um, I, I'm i so sad that I've never seen Volume 1 and 2 in one sitting. That's how I... <laughs> I'm jealous of you because that's how you saw it for the first time. Yeah, and so for the longest time I couldn't differentiate the two because I, I legitimately saw them as one, mm-hmm. so I like didn't know where the animation was. Like I didn't know what volume that was in. I didn't know <laughs> what happened and what. I was just like, I know the general storyline, um, but also it's all jumbled, so. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's perfect. Film. Very, very disappointing. Tarantino hasn't released that um, the whole bloody affair cut, which is just one and two as a, a big giant four hour movie. Mm. Like, does he does he not like money? Like, I'm just sure release he, it. I'm sure he has like a post it note on his wall that says to do that, mm. but just. He just keeps getting stuff, and gonna, now he's he's got this novel. <laughs> I'm gonna rant about that motherfucker real quick. This Tarantino 
this, this motherfucker. This Tarantino guy. <laughs> this this motherfucker in his possession holds the four hour cut of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's holding it right now as we speak. He's holding it right now. He's kissing it. And he's like, haha, Jay can't watch it. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. What does he sound like, Jay? Uh. <laughs> He's not holding it. He's um he's like sitting across from it at a table, um mm-hmm. and, and he has a cigarette in his in his hand. He was like, he was like, you look so beautiful right now. You looks, you look stunning. You look marvelous. You look, we're cutting back in. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still but laughing at the Tar- at the same joke you just heard. <laughs> Tarantino fucking owns the four hour cut. Once more time in Hollywood, he owns the four hour cut of Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. He he has he has the scripts for Bounty Law episodes, mm-hmm. um, and and well, I don't know if he owns the rights to it, but fucking has not released a phys- a physical copy of the extended cut of um the Hateful Eight, which I fucking oh, yeah. I hate that I fucking hate it. Because that extended cut is is superior. I love it. Has yeah. a lot of good foreshadowing. Um, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of of of, of having it of having it as a miniseries and clicking on separate things. I'm not the biggest fan of that. But here's the thing: every time around December, I do my little Tarantino marathon, and that, um, I, I own them all on Blu-ray. But every time, every time I want to get the fucking hateful eight. My Blu-ray becomes obsolete. Every time. I, Jay, it's been out for a year. <laughs> I try to watch The Hateful Elite at least once a week, okay? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm joking. That was a joke. I mean, every once in a while, I'll just be like, maybe my Blu-ray player does work. <laughs> just so I can try to watch Big Lebowski. <laughs> Anyways... Um, what was I saying? Oh, but every, every time I think about watching The Hateful Eight, my, my Blu-ray of it becomes obsolete because I, of course, want to watch the superior cut of it at any time I want to watch it. But here's the thing. A Blu-ray, it, it's quality, the quality of it, like visually, is always going to be superior to Netflix because because you're depending on, on Wi-Fi. To, to run you that quality so i'm watching a, a technically i'm i'm watching a pacing writing and and, and like a superior film but visually i'm i'm getting cheapened because it's not on fucking physical media and i want to watch it in one sitting while clicking anything as a separate fucking episode um because I, I, I just don't like it i want to experience okay. it in one film it's gonna also be okay also Jay. also in that there's I don't get that intermission that was in the movie in the in the road road show presentation of the hateful eight yeah and I've always yeah. wanted that intermission I've seen the sc- I've seen that one screenshot of that intermission and I legitimately looked at it for like two minutes when I first saw it I was like whoa it looks so cool I wonder what music they play during it I Fucking want that intermission. I really do. I've never seen it, and it's not on my Blu-ray, and it's not on the miniseries. So Tarantino uh, or anyone on Netflix, uh, fucking release that as a physical release and have it an option where you can watch it all in one sitting and introduce that fucking intermission because I need it. I, I need it. Hey. Anyways, you know, uh, you know what you sound like right now. What? Kind of sound like when when you say that your your Blu-ray is obsolete. Kind of sound like a film bro. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been holding that in for like five minutes now, but like the I think the way that you are so attached to that and attached to Tarantino just you can't deny i'm sorry i love my blu-rays i love my. I know blu-rays. no i get it i get it and i do think it's stupid that they haven't mm-hmm. yeah i wish that when they 
put it out on Netflix, they also did a Blu-ray release that had that. That'd be, really, that'd be great. I would because love they would have made oh, a shit no. ton of money. What? Oh no, I just realized something. What? This new novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm. is probably going to make the need for releasing that four-hour cut-off silly. Because that, that novelization is going to have additional world building shit to it mm-hmm. and like it's gonna have additional scenes of like characters and directing and imagine a lot of it is stuff from from, from that four-hour cut mm-hmm. like like it, it would just make sense that it's from that four-hour cut ah oh, fuck mm-hmm. i'm still gonna read it though uh <laughs> dude i can't wait for that book to drop that shit's gonna be so good <laughs> Thank you all for listening um, and uh, for our fucking takes. And even if you disagree with them, we're so thankful that you continue to listen. Um, One of these days we'll talk about something we like. <laughs> we talked about, we talked about Kill Bell. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening in. Make sure to follow thank us you. on um, Spotify Subscribe to us mm-hmm. on YouTube and mm-hmm. maybe one day Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. <laughs> and hopefully, literally uh, soon, because we really only are relying on two platforms. But hopefully, on anywhere that you get your podcast at. Um, hopefully, Minus SoundCloud. Yeah, bye bye SoundCloud. We're not, we're not uploading on that anymore. They kicked us out. dead to me, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Anyways, have a good old day. Thank you all for listening. And uh, remember to watch Yanostoyaki. I'm no longer here on Netflix. It is a great film. I highly recommend it. Eat your it. vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Drink some damn water. Watch David Byrne's American did Utopia if you haven't yet. Water. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Drink some damn water. Yeah, and stay safe out there. It's, it's, uh, it's a dangerous yes. time. And anyways, don't go to a theater. Don't go to a theater, even for David Fincher. Um, and also, um, especially if this, not for David Fincher. I would, mm, I would say especially not for <laughs> Fincher. Gets a little bit. Of it. Uh, <laughs> but um, also, if this um, episode sounds a bit weird uh, than we normally do, hopefully it's not noticeable. If this is our first episode. Uh, me and Cameron have not been recording in the same room actually um separate so if you notice any if it sounds weird by any chance that's uh, the reason why don't worry we're both safe it's just that it didn't fit in our schedule to come see each other covid is in the air (laughs) Um, but anyways thank you all for listening once again and have a have a nice time and we'll see you next week (laughs) thank you bye